0: or good morning, I should say, um, and welcome to our fifth conversation uh, on Integral Spiritual Psychology, which we will refer to as ISP from now on. And uh, we're going we're gonna to be talking about the virtue of truth today. And before we start, I just would like to comment on this book, uh, The Power of Soul, Living Through the 12 Virtues. Uh, This is really a remarkable book. I don't know if it gets as much um, play as other books of Robert's. I can't recommend it enough, so. So maybe we can start a little bit with how we landed or how you landed on this topic at this this point in our conversation the virtue of truth I know it's very apt but what makes it so apt right now
1: because it's totally absent
0: <laughs>
1: it's as if it's as if the whole notion of truth has evaporated. And uh, uh worse, nobody cares. <laughs> that's not quite true, nobody but but generally uh, there's there's really no compunction whatsoever about lying and uh, it, it, and that's something new. I mean it's really really something has happened or is happening not just with uh, don't, not just with people, but with uh, reality reality itself is, is does just doesn't work like it used to work Yeah, and that this is a difficult one in a way uh, yeah, so I have to I'd like to say something just teeny about ISP <laughs> integral spiritual psychology just because I, I'm I'm, I'm I find constantly that it's 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 misunderstood, or primarily again because there's not a recognition at all that reality itself has changed. So uh, I think that generally, ISP tends to be seen as a well, it's a particular form of spirituality that is centered in the heart. And then you go there and you have certain experiences and then, then you, you can't... They're very difficult to sustain living within heart. So then you kind of go back to you know, usual consciousness. If it's like that, it's, it's really no different than any other kind of spirituality.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But on the other hand, <laughs> while it's to be lived all the time, rather than some place to go visit and come back, he does not intend to change the way, the way things are happening in the world. It's not as if, well, if we could do this, then we would really have a different world. It's not that at all. it's, it's, It's to be present in fullness no matter what is going on in the world. That's the work, or the effort, or the endeavor. And uh, um, So it, it is, a, I mean, it, it's, a, it's an earth, world, individual, soul, spirit, body, living spirituality.
0: Okay, so I'm just going to stop you for a second, because there's a lot of us who, who, who work with you that um, clarifying this is really important. So there has been a tendency to treat ISP or to experience ISP, not unlike all these other things that are in shall we say, the marketplace of spirituality. So we may go on a retreat. We may go to some beautiful place and be with you for, with one another for three or four days. And we actually have felt experiences. Uh, We do have certain insights, maybe completely novel experiences. And then we go back into the world and it fades or there's this period of trying to hang on to it and becoming frustrated with that. And that's one side of it. And then on the other side is this, this sort of incorrigible way of thinking that says, if I could only, if I could only hang on to it, then I could fix the world. Grandiose, Um, more or less. So those are two, those are both, both of those gestures lead away from ISP. Yeah. Is that, is that fair?
1: Yeah, well, I think they're, they're, both of those alternatives are too big in a way. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it, even, if, even to say, well, if eventually ISP, that attitude pervades the world, we would be in, when then we would be you know, living fullness. Well, I mean, the world is what it is. We can't do anything about that. We can be concerned with how we approach what is. That's all.
0: Would it be helpful to contrast um, how spirituality is done today versus hundreds of years ago or amongst Indigenous people?
1: Mm, i kind of want to go the other way
0: okay uh
1: which is the to try to really say um how reality has changed and has been changed for a long time and we're not really aware of that, which is um we're we are free human beings are completely free Spiritually free, spiritually free. And that means that that uh, in you know in in previous times and still lingers quite a bit. There's the sense of the the spiritual world is I don't know up there. There's the divine world and it looks over us. And if we're good, then the world will, we will be good. then uh, there's also but there's also evil and there are evil you know beings and 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 there's sin and there's guilt and there's all, all of that all of those ways which are not in either indigenous or ancient but nor are they now present <laughs> we we are free and meaning uh so it is kind of like there is a there is the forces that are descending forces that are ascending and earth is right in the middle, right in the middle. And um, actually now we have more of a, human beings have more of a task of a different kind of spiritual work, which is one of working together with the spiritual worlds rather than just receiving from them or wanting or longing or or feeling that if I could live that way everything would be fine. Now the task is to work with both the, the soul worlds and the spiritual worlds. That, that, that's and that's a way of living. I mean I don't know if that, that helps see the difference.
0: Well, it does. Um, I guess my question is: is so? Can we relate this this new freedom to uh, this disregard for whether or not we can find truth?
1: And very related. I guess that's why we're starting that way. Because at the same way, it feels like, uh, well, if we have the truth, we're free. Okay. But the problem is now, uh, the claims for the truth or truth are totally wild. <laughs> wild. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. And um, And they're wild because this new reality is not recognized. It still acts as if uh, there is reality simply there outside. And if we can get our thinking to conform with reality, that's called truth. That's Aristotle's whole view of truth, the conforming of the mind with reality. Mm -hmm. But... (laughs) Yeah, that now has become so um, I call it uh, uh, no, it's more than binaryized, binaryized mind the binary mind the, the the subtlety of mind is is also more or less in the in the collective world lacking. So, the so uh, uh, truth now becomes a matter of who can shout the loudest.
0: Right, right, and who can enlist more more loud voices into their mob.
1: Yes. So it's 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 like living in the world without with a with a missing capacity thinking (laughs) Mm. that capacity but to to think not not just to think but to think in a manner in which heart and mind are together that that's missing See, it's really that when i say the mind has become a, a kind of binary mind that means it means the the nuances and the feeling and the capacity to know by the contour of things, and how they sound and how they feel, and how they ring true, and how to how to live in in a kind of sense of searching for harmony, maybe is better than truth, in a in a way. That that uh, that that begins though with the heart, you know that. that the heart is completely indep- not quite <laughs> the heart is very independent of the brain uh, e- even neurally the, the heart is its own brain it has 60% as many neurons as the brain so it's it's independent and, and uh, uh, so but when, when we're in, in heart heart intelligence then begins to develop and that's That means when when we're in heart, we're in a a pulsating reality, rhythm, frequency, vibration, and waves. And and one of those waves is the sine wave. The sine wave goes from the heart through the body. You know, when we're in heart, you feel kind of vibrations. That that that's that is vibrations and it's sine waves that that then also go go to the brain and you have heart intelligence. Mm -hmm. Well, then one doesn't try to possess the truth. For example, I mean, we we can't possess the truth. The truth knows what it's doing. (laughs) Right. You know, we don't. It's not. We don't know the truth. I mean, it's a different it's kind of the wrong question to what is the truth
0: so it's about being in a kind of resonance with the truth
1: resonance with the with vibratory the- action of the f- corporeal physical subtle body that is the uh, tide tide. it's completely intimate with the natural world which also functions in that vibratory way so uh, within that kind of sense of of um, vibratory presence we we begin to feel oh we are aspects of the whole we're not the controllers. <laughs> and that, that's the other. You know, I mean, if there's an interest in truth these days, it's it's one of that'll give give that'll give me control.
0: Right. I, or my yeah. side will win.
1: Uh, my side will win. Yeah.
0: So What we are seeing in the world a lot, though, is we're seeing very intense uh, passion and people enlisting thinking in the service of passion. And is that fair? Oh, yeah. And so this points to something like, what does it mean to be inflamed with passion and not be heart present? What, what How will we describe that? Yeah. Because we associate passion with the heart. <clears throat> and we're seeing this intense, these intense emotions.
1: Yeah. Well, that, that then takes us into the uh, working with this book a little bit, The Power of Soul, because... Uh, That's what it's all about, is trying to address that concern. Um, and, And it does so by correlating. In this instance, it'll be correlating a particular sector of the zodiacal constellations with this vibratory quality of truth thing, I'd rather call it that, since we're in something that's living and breathing and in reson- resonance and vibrate, it's more like true thing than truth and having the truth. So the uh, but this this just a quick picture. It, it really comes from the work of, of Rudolf Steiner that in 19, I don't know, 12 or something like that, around there, maybe later. Someone brought Steiner a list of uh, the constellations, the 12 constellations of the Zodiac, and it, each of the constellation was coordinated with a particular virtue he looked at it and he says yes that's very accurate and uh, we won't be speaking of the 12 but the 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 but, it, but here's the picture it's like saying uh the, the the constellations are like a condensation of infinite light so that with the constellations you can kind of you know when you go outside and at night and you look at the constellations, you find you're filled with awe. You're filled with some just a remarkable feeling. Where, where does that come? What is that? You know, that, that is the, it really is the presence of the, the divine worlds as they are illuminating the, the whole of the world in 12 different ways that are one. You know, it's always it's really a beautiful picture and and uh, and then in the, there's this coordination with what are called virtues, but how the virtue is a very difficult word too, so we'll have to it's, it's really an alchemical word, the virtue. You know, like a, it's the you if you have a mix if you have an herb and you want to and you're a healer and you want to make a healing compound you have to you have to one has to for example distill the the gross leaves over and over and over and over and they become more and more pure meaning they become more what they really are not not so you might have leaves and it has bugs and it has insects, insects and it has dirt and it has, and it has uh, the, the chemicals and it has, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a con- conglomerate. It's not the pure essence of the herb. So the essence is in alchemy, when you come to, after going through a process of refining, the essence is called the virtue means the the it's like saying well it, it's the real s- spiritual substance and uh, so the, the 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 constellations are a first kind of condensing of the whole of the of the spiritual dimensions everywhere <laughs> In a manner that we can begin to feel them, feel them. Like again, outside when you look at the constellations. I mean, maybe later you know about them and you get your telescope and you know and have your maps and do. But at first, you lay out and you lay outside on the ground and you, you just start or absorb this this wholeness within your being and 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 it's all in the realm of feeling. Mm -hmm. So it's a wonderful, really, I mean, it's a magical source of wisdom.
0: But would the individual human being then Mm -hmm. cannot have the virtues and any, any more that you can have. You know, truth is a virtue.
1: right?
0: So in some sense the human must go through the alchemical change.
1: Yeah. So the, in the alchemy where you're, you know, you have a flask and you heat it and you have the conglomeration and you have to watch it carefully. You can't just set it on there and go and come back in, in three hours and say, well, it's done. <laughs> yeah. You have to watch it, watch it carefully. And particularly the alchemists, that's what they were, they had to absolutely, with the greatest care, watch what was happening in and, and, and the flask. And because in the watching, the refining that is going on within the flask is also going on within us. We are becoming refined to be able to detect the changes that are occurring in this very subtle way through, through the applying the heat. The heat would be kind of, would be analogous to applying the heart. Mm-hmm. Like applying the heart to an event and at the same time asking well what is what is the truth of it and to do to to come to that truth requires hard observation over a long period of time and in in which you you know you gather more and more and refine your being because when i look at what's happening in the world I can't say I that's it. <laughs> that's true or not true. I can't do that. I have, to, I have to I have to be present without judgment, which is really difficult because truth has become equated with judgment too. Mm-hmm. How do you come to the truth? Well, you make a judgment. Mm-hmm. but but that that actually cuts the truth off. <laughs> it makes it final before we have the any kind of a full refined feeling so so that the the it's, it's, so again the heart is first, but it's first period. I mean ooh, when we were when we were born we weren't born at the computer <laughs> yet <laughs> I mean going away you know, lickety-split with with everything done the first thing that that, that well the order the heart is the very first organ that develops in in embryology mm-hmm. it, it's the beginning it's but to feel that now it's the beginning always of everything
0: mm-hmm. So
1: See, the, 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 now it's it's truth is it's a matter of pronouncement, right? And uh, and pronouncement already excludes the heart because that the pronouncement is making a division between as if truth and untruth are have nothing to do with each other.
0: Mm. Mm, right.
1: When in fact, they absolutely, utterly need each other.
0: And they're part of the whole.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, could we circle back to then what is it, what are these passions? What are the these, what are these passions before this alchemical
1: Yeah. yeah well to do that let, let's let's go ahead and say that that uh, that the virtue of truth correlates with the constellation Sagittarius and the book has all the other 11 we won't but but that's 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 it's the, in this great, you know, continually twelve that is one. It is Sagittarius that is the the presence of the process within everything of the of the the felt sense of the vibration of truth thing happening and the. Uh, and it's wonderful when the, the, the glyph of you know the sagittarius is the archer yeah and it so that image yeah, it really says it all that the, so the archer he's he's drawing the bow full drawn the bow but he doesn't let the arrow go he's he's retaining the sense of poise you know and trying to find what he's aiming for. You know, what am I aiming for? So, so already, <laughs> truth has to do with aiming for something. You know, the aim. Has to, so there's a great. That's why the we call it idealism. Boy, he's full of. A, he's a completely idealistic. Means he is. He's aiming at something, may not know exactly what it is, but it's an aim. But now, if if he thinks he can get, oh, I, if I think, not he or he or she, if I think I can I can reach that goal. I can do it if I aim accurately and then let the arrow go. Then I get to where I want to get. That's no longer a true thing at all right. because it 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 confuses living in a tension of aiming and restraining simultaneously with a momentary sense of longing that then gets overwhelmed by the desire for what you're aiming at and we then become captured by passion.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: that, so, lose
0: that. And so what's so interesting about this is so this is completely taught and embodied fully attention body and it's aiming and you can be in that <laughs> you can be in that truthing, that truthingness, without even having an object. Is that because you, on some mm-hmm. level, you don't necessarily know how do you you don't know.
1: Yeah. Right. That's. Yeah. Yeah, that's really subtle and important <laughs> to to have objectless desire. Yeah. Well, uh, so when, when I'm saying aiming and, and ob, uh toward that can be though particularly because we're you know particularly in this in this in the zodiac so the, the zodiac works both ways meaning it the zodiac radiates the wholeness in 12 different ways that's this way, but it's also coming, it's emanating from the oneness, yeah. which is no thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: It's not mm-hmm. a thing. The meaning that so that, that our, our, when we're idealistic, our aims are still, even if they're not clear, they're, they're, they're spiritual aims. Uh, I mean, of, a, and we call, it, well, that's why we we'll say the good and the beautiful and the true. That, that's that kind of what is behind the zodiac the good, the beautiful, and the true. But again, it doesn't mean we can have those, but we can, we can want to be uh, permeated with those qualities. And live, live feelingly within such qualities, mm-hmm. but not feelingly, not not so much. You know, I have to know what it is and how to do it and how to get to it,
0: and how, and yeah, yeah. how to add it. Yeah. Um, and and falsehood and error in that picture.
1: Yeah, if you don't mind, I, 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 if i Because I really learned something about Donald Trump as a very, very extraordinary individual. Watch the... (laughs) Because he's clearly, clearly someone who has a great deal of idealism. Incredible idealism. Of... And, and 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 so that so that, that is a kind of an aim. He has great passion, you know, and so he has the elements of of an archer. <laughs> mm. Really has an you know, element, but it didn't, you know. What happened is the uh, the passion took over. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, what is a passion is it's just like, well, for for. Like you say, if someone had a difficult life, and a difficult life actually typically leads to idealism. I want that. I don't want this. I want that. That's an idealism, and and it's a longing. You know, it, it can get perverted and all that, but initially, it's it's this tension for some. But for whatever reason and what happened, passion is stronger with Donald Trump than the longing. And, And what happens then is we get, if our passions are greater than our longing, the tension collapses and we find ourselves living out our fatedness rather than our destiny does that mean yeah. i mean it's like he's uh, it, 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 now it's become a, a passion to correct the way he grew up <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's but that's living that's you're faded then fated
0: And there's a subtlety to destiny slash longing that is generally absent in passion and fate. In this book, you talk about how we often experience passion and fate as a sense of being pushed from within, almost like being driven towards. Yes. It's got a forceful quality. Yeah. Whereas it, it seems... Just to me sitting here that longing and destiny to be in relation to it requires something of me that um requires something of me is it requires something of my will
1: yeah uh... again in the in the Sagittarius the archer and to think of it kind of like a Zen in the art of archery that picture remember mm-hmm. that you 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 don't hit the mark by trying trying to get at it from here you have to place yourself over there and let it draw draw you draw draw the longing and the aiming to it right and that's that's uh, that's the capacity of attention. You know, that that if we're you know if we want a fullness of of earth and you know, if we want to live that way, uh, we have to let it draw itself draw us to it. So so longing always involves surrender. Yes. See what, how difficult yes. it is for Donald <laughs> surrender to, to be you know to, to, to have that tension of aiming and surrendering at the same time.
0: And yet surrendering is still in the realm of will, but it's not the way we normally think about it it's not strong will it's not it's not doing it's a what is it it's a, it's an undoing it's a um
1: you know it's just rather than living for the aim it's living within the sense of the aim is actually already here well, it,
0: uh, yeah, I, I follow
1: that. Yeah, this little practice—it's—it's it's a really great way to practice. This is uh, your breathing, our breathing, our breathing in and out. When we breathe out, we breathe out. Don't take it materialistically. Only breathe out. Really breathe out to the furthest place of the whole of the cosmos. So so, uh, so if, if we if we actually do that, breathe out. Take you know, a Breathe out. At the very very moment we come to the end of the breath, place place attention right there, right at that instant. And it, it's like actually, it's like an explosion happens don't think i'd just do it just you know if we just then and we breathe in and breathing in means that moment of explosion now comes into us and if we notice then the exact moment the in-breath stops and place attention there, we'll feel that explosion. We'll feel what is out there is in here. Mm -hmm. What's out there is in here. That's, uh, so that's the, sort of the necessary equipment (laughs) for living in the, within the realm of feeling that is always, has that quality. Like, like so heart, heart presence isn't just a, again, that's, that's where it gets lost and easily becomes another kind of, I don't know, me, me, me spirituality. It's all about me. But the heart is, you know, when I'm in the heart, do you, it's also here all thought you feel it i feel it we're in a different reality and that's that's uh but that has to be refined i mean over and over and over and over like see in the current way in which truth and and falsity are this living in a binary cognition uh, that begins to be a little refined more refined when certain people for example begin to tell stories concerning these the realm of truth and falsity they don't just i mean because we're living the main story is you know is a sort of a, Forgive me for a second. it's the Tony Fauci story. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the you know that there is a virus and it has invaded everybody and you have to be vaccinated and it'll and then and then there's variants and then uh, you have to be. It's it's really interesting that the whole the whole imagination is one of uh, contamination that requires separation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lockdown, mask up, get vaccinated—that's that story. But uh, that has there's other stories. So so so, but they're not they're not alternate stories. There are stories like um, like James Corbett has a different story, really elaborate story of saying, look, uh, there's something going on. Oh, uh, that with would, that would, this, this moment of change that is being called the Great Reset. Well, that goes back actually to the early 70s with a group called the Club of Rome. And the Club of Rome, by computers that they had then, figured out when civilization would collapse. Mm-hmm. And at first they said it would, the, the document the big, big document that sold 30 million copies, this book. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it said civilization would collapse in the year 2000. (laughs) And it didn't. So they went back and said, well, we made a mistake, a big mistake. Because when we calculated what are the Earth's resources, we underestimated by, oh, by 100%. (laughs) -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and but but that's this part of a story. Then Corbett says, "Well, uh, resources change primarily depending upon education. Right mm-hmm. like, you know, and and and, mm-hmm. and 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 population is is fine if you have education. And oh, by the way, there's not overpopulation. There's underpopulation right now. There's under, and it's going to be worse." Yeah uh so, so, so he's telling, you know, he's telling a more nuanced story of, oh, he has a picture of uh there there's an aim here that we hadn't noticed. And the aim has to do with entering a new reality. But uh that that, that the, there are those who want to, enter the reality that they want to have (laughs) we are entering a new reality no question about it absolutely that's happening the question is how to be with it how to be with it and uh one way is to try to uh, see a, a reality that is made from the mind and the ego is one that says First of all, I want that reality right now, which the ego always does. Whatever it wants, it wants now, mm-hmm. and it wants it in, the, in a certain way that is to the to the one's own benefit, regardless of the whole. Mm-hmm. And that's a different story and feeling. It was if we, if we, it's not. I'm not. There's no judgment about it. Just feel the qualities of the story and feel the qualities of the other story. And then we keep watching. We just keep noticing from the heart. And, the, and because then whatever is heart noticed will also be, a, you know, contributing to what is happening.
0: Mm-hmm. But <laughs>
1: we're not trying to make anything happen.
0: Right. So the refining... The alchemical refinement is a noticing.
1: Yes. It's a noticing first with the heart. And feeling, feeling, feeling. So it's very nuanced. It's like, you know, those alchemists watching that flask. And then the flask, by the way, is really interesting. But a flask is like a tower. Meaning it's connecting the heat of the heart with, with what's above so it's like, it's like a in a way it's like uh it's not unlike a well I'll be careful it's <laughs> going to say think of think of the towers of a church that's what they were really, there really were uh, particularly around churches like an alchemical vessel you go in here and, and a certain vibration and the vibration yeah.
0: yeah and then a lot of them would or at least in some a lot of them would have Light that could come in from above down at these angles through mm-hmm. color sometimes.
1: Excellent. It's a, it's a big alchemical flask. <laughs> but no, now.
0: Just really quick. Go, go ahead. No, go ahead.
1: Just going to say now, now the alchemical flask is our bodily being.
0: Mm. This is just an aside, but it's just something I'm wondering. So Jung's fascination with alchemy was that really born of his recognition that the attention of the alchemist was caused was affecting changes in the soul yep. that were
1: absolutely he yes. very he knew that for sure just through the documents just through the reading the alchemical documents yeah So the interesting thing in, about the virtues, and again, that it's it's a the virtues are you know they living as being and are part of a whole alchemical refining that is happening. Oddly, you know, if if we knew what was happening and could make that happen. Uh, it, it's a terrible reduction because we, we 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 make something happen it is one thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See how tricky this is, I mean, because the temptation is so, so strong to say, whoa, isn't this a wonderful way of living, and wouldn't the world be a different place? Mm -hmm. And in doing that, I've left the heart and gone to the mind, Mm -hmm. left the heart completely and went to the mind. Uh, Because, uh, I mean, it's like the, the point of living is living not living in order for something to happen.
0: Yeah, that's, it's just, it's so hard to get your head around that. Because even in the midst of this conversation, I find myself going, okay, but I still have obligations. And therefore, I still have to make decisions of this yes. rather than that.
1: Yes, yes.
0: And of course, everything Mm -hmm. in my being wants to enlist what we're doing in the service of that. Because make better choices. Yeah. And if we all make better choices.
1: Yeah. Well, but then stay, I mean, staying within the process would involve gradually beginning to be able to see what you're calling our our everyday living, we can begin to feel the nuances happening there. They're happening there. We we just don't see them. Excuse me. We're not noticing them. We were, were, before we started talking, we were together talking about a little bit about language and and the the nuances of language and how uh, I was talking, I was mentioning the word honor and it's so interesting that the H is silent in honor. Okay, and that's one of those nuances. It's a nuance. the The H is 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 which is even shaped like a ladder. H. So the H is the part of honor that has to do with reaching for the spiritual realm. But the the, the but even, even everything in, in daily life, it, it's, it, it isn't like it is excluded. That's the problem. If we imagine that, well, that's all excluded. <laughs> then, uh, oh, then then I see it that way. And then that's the reality. Yeah. Like this little practice, you know, of, of breathing out and breathing in within. In, in, you. If we, if one enters into heart awareness first and then asks a question feelingly, like, like I asked the question, is there a COVID virus that is deadly and harmful to human beings? I just felt that question and asked it uh, and then did this breathing. And so it's like the question, heartfelt, goes way out to the ends of the universe. And what the and it is like the you know the arrow. And it comes back and and when we feel the vessel of ourselves in relation to the whole universe contemplating this question and, uh, and you, an answer will happen. It won't happen by thinking about it. You just do it and then either an answer will actually be felt or the answer will begin to be lived. Mm-hmm. You will start living it, of course. <laughs> How could you not? You know now you're here and there. Mm-hmm. So the, whatever the answer is will begin to be lived.. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's the striving after certainty that is uh, problematic, isn't it?
0: It's taking us out of it. But in here somewhere, and I'm. I hope I'm not misquoting you. You do talk about in relation to the virtue of truth. You're you're saying the goal is not to always be in this state, but in to be in some sort of uh, parallel way with it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not that getting frustrated that I'm constantly losing the thread, but it's to be with it. um,
1: All the time. Be with it all the time, but, but, and consciously within it, but not cognitively consciously. Yeah, yeah. So so you begin to move and live according to your feeling. That's the... Again, yeah. But if we try to live bifurcated, so here I live heartfulness and meditation and contemplation and trying to think about it, then I, it's true. I have to get up and I got to go on the train and I got to go go into something that's but if we I wonder if it changes if we take it as uh, experimental meaning well I'm going to experiment with this and and just see what happens and and let whatever happens happen Mm -hmm. as long as we look for an answer or we're
0: right in trouble solution yeah and really this is probably just way off the deep end but that moment of when you come to experiment or when you come to notice (laughs) that coming to that 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 is so mysterious.
1: Very mysterious, and you know, it's 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 beautiful, and it's good, and it's true. Always, you know. I mean, if you're working with people, and you, and you have certain names, you know, like you know, to and and then, uh, sudden that person walks by and does makes a little gesture, and you'll feel it, and you say, oh my God, everything's different. Yeah. uh, I would trust that. I wouldn't trust, well, let's see, let's take a a quick survey of how are you feeling, and what has happened to you since you've been here, and do you think you're fulfilled, and (laughs) I wouldn't trust that for anything, but I trust that, that felt noticing, of oh my gosh, this is a different person. who who we are main, the person will know that, but not necessarily know it fully,
0: Mm.
1: but but now know it in a way that, oh my gosh, that's something to move with. Mm -hmm. That's the other thing I mean about therapy is such a difficulty because we we imagine it, I got a problem, I go do this, and I, I go through these things. And then I leave that and it's gone. I mean that's that's the binary model. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: If you enter into the therapeutes, the soul healers, you never leave. Mm -hmm. So I mean release the work is to, well, how to be with them without having to be confined within a place of them. Mm but still with them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: forever. Mm-hmm. You didn't, you didn't, you were, he, there's a healing, that's 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 about the virtues too. The virtues heal, you make, they make whole, they don't solve.
0: Mm. And you make the point that they heal in part by never being separated from death.
1: From death, right. Yeah, Which that, of
0: course is, makes total sense because in the course of my life I will probably be healed of any number of things, but I am, and I'm, but I'm, I'm never not dying.
1: Yeah, you've died, and you've died a million times. That that's what attention does. When you place your attention, you place your spirit, yourself, your very being. When you place it, you put it over there. That's a death. Yeah. That's a death. But, you know, and then, then, I mean, when it comes back, it's like coming alive again, coming alive in a different way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's constant. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny and odd that we have to talk about these things. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a, I don't know what to do about that. It's, it's a terrible kind of deficit in a way.
0: Well, I mean, maybe it's, I, I think there's inevitability to it. I don't think ISP would exist if it wasn't in this peculiar moment that such things happen.
1: Well, thank you, because that helps to have a sense of. Talking about speaking within these things is is also an alchemical op- work happening. Then thank you. That I, feel, I can feel that. I can feel. Thank you.
0: Yes, it's the the wonder of it is the simplicity with the difficulty.
1: So we don't have to get rid of talking. We have to get rid of ISP. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're working for it, If kind of keep funny. talking like this, we'll have no viewers and it will be done.
1: I know. Well, <laughs> we, we don't want to do ISP talk.
0: <laughs> Very good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, sir, um, I guess until next time, I will be somewhat sad next time it will be our final talk
1: yeah
0: um,
1: Yeah, me too um, it is uh, wonderful to have these conversations I was uh, actually feeling yesterday all day long I need someone to talk with all the time
0: (laughs) (laughs) I understand that yes very much Mm. already well have a great day
1: You too. Thank you. Thank you, Piers.
0: Thank you for joining us. For more information, you can find us at resistancerecovery.com.